0: Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalibukas, and once again, we're coming to July from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. So many of you are stuck at home, working from home, sheltering in place, not being able to go out anywhere. And some people are just prone to listening to the news media and what's happening out there. And and they're freaking out. There's a lot of freaking out going on. There's a lot of misinformation flying around. There's a lot of uh, messages that may or may not be reaching you that may be causing you to panic or or worry or or whatever i just thought i'd bring you all back to reality just a little bit so one of the things that we do with hello hello future is we have something called a reality group and the reality group was a brain was actually something that was inspired by something robert green wrote robert green wrote the uh the uh, um the what was it called exactly it was the laws of human nature. That's right. So, in the laws of human nature, it's a big book, but it's amazing, and I love everything that Robert Greene writes. In the laws of human nature, he talks about something called a reality group, and a reality group is a group of individuals who basically are focused on reality. They're not—they're not focused on, you know, facades or bubbles or, or other things that may sort of disconnect them from reality. They're focused on reality, and we help. Teams get back to that reality point because a lot of us are living in our own realities, and I've talked about this before on previous shows. We all live in our own realities, and we all construct our own realities around us. And sometimes we allow reality in, real reality in, and sometimes we create this virtual reality that we live in. It's kind of like a like a filter bubble or social media bubble. We live in this in this reality, and sometimes this reality. The the reason why we live in these realities is we can't handle real reality. There's something about real reality that bothers us, or it's it, we feel it's going to hurt us. It's going to mentally, you know, mess us up, or or we don't present our authentic self to the world, like our authentic real self to the world. We're afraid of doing that. We create these facades, so we create this this barrier, this this layer between us and reality. And sometimes we control that barrier between us and reality, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes other people control that barrier for us. So a lot of people are concerned about this crisis. And I'm here to say that there are ways of staying sane around this madness. And I think the way to do it is to try and get back in touch with true reality. So to that end, I've got seven tips. Why am I saying four? Seven tips. <laughs> on how you can get back to a semblance of reality. So number one is don't panic. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is 100% spot on. And you know what, Earth is in the galaxy. So it is the perfect, perfect thing to do in this crisis and any other crisis. Don't panic. Panic does not help. Panic does not help in any crisis. So when you feel like you're gonna panic, just take a deep breath, think about it for a second, and understand that panic is not going to be productive. Secondly, you have to question. You have to question all the messages that are coming to you, whether it's through social media, whether it's through your friends, whether it's your family, whether it's CNN, NBC, Fox, whatever You know, poison you uh, <laughs> imbibe on the media front. You have to question everything. Because if you think about it, Everyone has an agenda, and this is the thing I learn. You, you learn in the reality group too, is that everybody comes into every situation with an agenda, and if you can step back and not take everything at full fa- full face value, and think about what is what could could there be an agenda behind this message? Is there some reason why these this feed or these people are telling me this? Is it reality, or are they trying to? mess with the reality my reality are they trying to push their agenda as opposed to giving us fact and unfortunately that's what happened with journalism journalism is now moved into a state where there's very little reporting it's all journalism it's all edited reality it's not real reality it's edited reality so question every message that comes across comes into your computer into your cell phone question every message because it may or may not be real Number three, context is king. Context is super important. What you're seeing right now is a lot of messaging without context. And I'll show you what I mean by that. Well, let's say, you know, you're sitting at home and your kid comes from school, comes home from school, and he gives you an assignment that the teacher has graded with a 10. All it says is 10. And you look at it and you go, wait a second, is this is this good or bad? I don't know if this is 10 out of 10, or I don't know if this is 10 out of 100. So I don't know how to feel about this because I don't know if this is a good report, a good grade or a bad grade. Same with statistics. A lot of things that have been going on lately, and this is not just over, over this crisis, it's been going on for a long time, is that numbers are taken out of context. And when you take numbers out of context, then they can be as huge or as little as the person who's giving you the number wants them to be. For example, well, I gave you that example, but here's one in our area. Here, there's 500 people who are infected with the coronavirus. So they say in the media, screaming loud, giant letters, 500 people infected, 500 people infected. And you think, oh, my God, that's a huge number. But then when you find out there's 2 million people living in this county, then the percentage is really a 0.02% 0. 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. are infected. And less than 0.1% of those people are actually dying from the disease. So if you hear a number in you know by itself with no context, then you really should question it. And, and I'm not saying the number is good or bad. I'm just saying go behind the number figure out what the reality of that number is before you start to think oh my god this is horrible i'm going to panic so don't panic number four news is actually pretty rare it's actually pretty rare that's right (laughs) you see a lot of people forget about this they you know they see something all over the news and they think oh my god oh my god oh my god this is happening everywhere when the reality is the only reason that it's news is because it doesn't it hardly ever happens. That's why you hardly ever hear about the number of people who die from the flu or from, from, from uh, car accidents or from plane accidents, for all these, all these different accidents, how many, people, how many people die from slipping in their tub. All these numbers, you never hear about, never hear news on those numbers because it happens all the time. It's not interesting. It's not new. It's not different. News is things that are different from the norm. If it was the norm, it would no longer be news. So you have to understand that what you're seeing, all these messages you're seeing in the news are actually uh, unique, different. These things don't happen all the time. And that's what makes the news. Just the continuing recurrent messaging over and over and over and over again is making you believe that these things happen all the time. But in reality, they don't. So just remember that. Number five, beware of speculation. There is too little data to make good decisions on this. It doesn't stop a lot of people from making speculations. It could go here, it could go there, or they create models with so little data that there's no way that they can determine which way it's actually going to go. I think the UK put out a study the other day saying that this is actually 10 times less uh, dangerous than we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be you know, 500,000 deaths, and it turns out we're planning now for 50,000 deaths or 5,000 deaths or even smaller. So the models don't have enough data for us to really determine where things are going to go. And that's one of the problems with all of these things is that you have to go back to point number two and say, what is the agenda of the individual or group behind these numbers? And if you look at some of these things, some of them are like conservative on purpose because they want to downplay it, and some of them are aggressive on purpose because they want to upplay it. So you have to go back and look at the agenda and go, where did this number come from? Find out the context of this number and what direction it's going in, then who produced it? And then you might get a better idea of why the numbers are the way they are. Number six, use your head. Use reason. Now, one of the things that humans human beings have, which is absolutely amazing, this is the thing that separates us from the animal kingdom, is our ability to think, our ability to reason, our ability to logically observe things that are happening and dispassionately, unemotionally, think about what's happening. Think about what's in front of us use logic and reason to figure it out and i think what ha- what's happening now and it, what happens it happens in every crisis is that the people fall back on their instincts right people fall back on their instincts but the instincts are something every animal has every animal has instincts and our instincts are constantly in at war with our reason but That's what makes us different from animals. We're not just going to run. We're just going to flee or panic or run. We're going to think about the situation that we're in. And we're going to take steps to maneuver ourselves around the situation or try and solve the problem. Try and use our brain power to solve the problem. Right? Instead of running away from the problem, we're turning around and running towards the problem in an attempt to solve the problem. So we have to use our reason. We have to suppress our instincts a little bit. And say, listen, we're going to figure this out. We're going to get through it. And there will be another side. And for my last point, point number seven, is think past it. A lot of people are sort of stuck in this groove right now thinking that this is the new normal. I've heard that a bunch of times. This is the new normal. This is the new normal. This is, the new, this is not the new normal. This is something that's going to happen. And then it's going to stop happening. This is... I mean, this has happened many, many times before. We've had the swine flu. We've had H1N1. We've had all of these things. And for the period of time that they're happening, we're all affected by it. And we all act a certain way. But eventually, we all go back to normal, mostly normal. And maybe make a few tweaks here and there on the edges. But things are going to go back. And what we need to do is think about that time. We need to place our brains, and this is part of my futures piece, we need to place our brains and think about what we're going to do after all this is done. I mean, it's a trick I use myself. If there's something that I don't like doing. Say for example, going to the dentist appointment or something like that. I think about what I'm going to do right after the dentist appointment. Maybe I'm going to go have a great lunch or something like that. So it, it makes me think that, you know what life, <laughs> life is not going to be over. Once this thing, you know, it, it's going to continue on after this thing is done. And and those are my seven tips. There's actually one more, but you know that has nothing to do with this specific thing. But it's 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 all about setting deadlines, setting deadlines, and and things that are never ending. And uh, it's something that comes out of Daniel Pinky. He wrote a book called When, and uh, he says that the way human beings work is that when you give human beings a deadline, they will always. They won't start working towards that deadline until they're about halfway towards halfway to that deadline. And this happens in groups, it happens in individuals, you know, all of these things occur. But if you think about it, as a project manager, as a program manager, if you do not give people deadlines, if you do not say a date, give people a date to work towards, then a lot of people are just going to see it as this never-ending thing that's going to take forever. So when you put a date on it, when you put a deadline on it, when you put at least you mentally put a date on when you think this might clear up or might change or might do better then that helps you and everybody else around you to start working towards that date even even if it's you know totally pull it out of the air you're not sure if it's 100% accurate even if it's totally pull it out of the air and you're not sure if it's 100% accurate it it's always helpful to have a deadline or a date in there and say, this is when this thing needs to be done. Even if you don't think it's going to be done by then, at least put a line in the sand and say, we're going to shoot for that. We're going to target that. And once you, once you do that targeting, then everybody in your team is like, okay, this is what we're going for. This is what we're going for. This is what we're going for. And they're going to start changing their minds and try getting used to that, that time frame, and try real hard to meet that timeframe you've probably experienced yourself. When you give yourself a deadline and you got to get something done or your your, your teacher gives you a deadline or your professor gives you a deadline or your boss gives you a deadline, you get it done. It doesn't matter if you think it's going to take you twice as long. You still get it done. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. Future. future.